Hello. This is a podcast of Fishnets and Phantoms, a show reviewing horror and genre movies. We also do some weird news and seasonal happenings. First, I want to say hello. I haven't uh, done a podcast for a little bit now, and I'm sorry to give you such a big gap, but I've been studying away on my master's in art therapy, and I have to say I am still loving the subject. Um, It is definitely more intense than I expected, but I am doing well, and um, I hope to keep continuing in that. Let's see. I'm going to try to get out a few shows uh, this summer before I go back to school in the fall. And uh, hopefully they will be entertaining to you. As always, if you would like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. Um, or, or whatever the particular podcasting service you're on, uh, thumbs up or review or anything, would be quite helpful to me. Um, tonight I am going to be reviewing Evil Dead Rise. But first, some news of the weird. Killer whales are attacking boats. Recently, orcas, those beautiful and mostly peaceful whales, have had enough of humans and started attacking boats, according to live science. So far, they have sunk three boats off the coast of Spain. Since then, hundreds of incidents between orcas and boats off the Iberian coast have happened. Recently, the attacks have become more frequent. Alfredo Lopez Fernandez told reporters that female that a female orca suffered a critical moment of agony as she was hit by a boat. It's possible that she was caught in a fishing line instead, but um, it's seems that she was hit by a boat, and that was what caused her distress. Uh, She became much more aggressive and started attacking nearby boats. Since then, her behavior has been spreading to the other orcas in her vicinity. Okay, um, man indicted in the theft of ruby slippers. The ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz were stolen in 2005 and recovered in 2018, according to AP News. Terry Martin was indicted on one count of theft of a major artwork. Martin is apparently 76 and somewhat unpleasant. When reached by a newspaper, he responded, I gotta go into trial. I don't want to talk to you. The shoes were insured for $3.5 million. A Los Angeles volunteer police officer responded to a report of a bee swarm, according to the AP News. The man arrived at the scene and was attacked by the swarm. He flailed about at the bees, which is never wise, then tripped and fell. He fractured his eye socket, as well as receiving several bee stings. He was in a stable condition last checked upon. 
A professional bee removal service responded to the area later and took care of the bees. If, like me, you are more interested in the fate of the bees, I imagine the bee service uh, did a good job of taking care of them. All right, on to my review of Evil Dead Rise. So this film was great. I absolutely loved it. Um, when the news came out about a new Evil Dead movie, many horror fans were elated, especially since Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell were producing it. Well, they're like executive producers. The film was directed by Lee Cronin and stars Lily Sullivan, Alyssa Sutherland, Marion Davies, and I'm sorry, Morgan Davies, and Gabrielle Eccles, as well as Nell Fish, and it was released by Warner Brothers on March 15, 2023, which I believe is South by Southwest. <clears throat> The movie begins at a lake cabin. Uh, the cabin is really interesting. It's very thin and very tall. Um, it's a triangle like in Midsummer. Um, it didn't seem very practical at all. Uh, they only show the very bottom floor of it, and they don't show anything uh, much higher than that. Originally, I thought that the film was going to be like the other Evil Dead films and be set at the cabin. But after some incidents occur, the movie shifts to a whole new venue and a whole new cast of characters. I have to say that the family it switches to is the best family I've seen in films yet. First we meet Beth, who is a guitar technician, and find out that she is pregnant. When she finds this out, she goes to see her sister. Ellie is great. Uh, sister. The sister's name is Ellie. Ellie is great. She's a tattoo artist who lives with her three kids in an amazing apartment in an old building. It looks like a like kind of a 1920s uh, high-rise. It's really pretty. Of course, it's going to be demoli demolitionized. No, I'm <laughs> it's going to be um, torn down very soon. Uh, the kids are Danny, who is very interested in music. He's got like a whole setup in his room. And Bridget, who is very into social justice causes. She's talking about going to a march and making signs. And um, then we meet their little sister, Casey, who is great. She kind of reminds me of the little kid from Psycho Gorman. And if you saw Psycho Gorman, you're like, oh my god, she's wonderful. She's not as that She's not as crazy wonderful as the kid in the Psycho Gorman, but she's pretty cool. Um, one of the first things that she does is cut the, <laughs> cut the head off of a baby doll and um, stick it on a broomstick and make it into like staff. And she said that she's going to have it in case there's the ghost that supposedly haunts the apartments uh, attacks her. Uh, she decides that she's going to call it Stephanie which is even better. <laughs> um, all right. See, the movie is excellent. It works on... It works like an 80s movie, pretty much. It actually, like, lets you get to know all the characters and become emotionally involved with them and kind of know the intricacies of their family, like um, 
how they behave towards each other and um it kind of like looks around the apartment too like they have a super cool apartment they have like all these really great decorations and it's kind of got like a, a 1920s vibe and has all these like glass doors from room to room and it's it's really awesome so, um, Ellie is great. Oh, and we also get to meet Ellie's neighbors who are, uh, in, uh, well, there seems to be several uh, the, on the floor. Um, there's one guy who's uh, kind of like muscly, and then there's an elderly um, old guy who seems elderly but also. Um, so, we get to meet them and. Um, and see, you know, like, kind of how they're dealing with everything going on. Ellie and Beth are having a slow... Because Beth um, has totally ignored calls from Ellie. Uh, Ellie talks to her about having troubles with her husband and having to... Uh, Ellie is kind of weirdly chill about it, but you can kind of... ...overly happy about it. That um, Beth is, of course, very apologetic. Uh, yeah, um, so she ignored the calls, but then she finds the um, like the voicemail of one of them and is listening to it. And Ellie sees her and she's like, Don't worry about it. I think, or she says something like, I hate my voice too. Um, and uh, then there's a reason for it, but I can't remember exactly what it is, but um, Ellie sends the kids out to go get a pizza, and her and Beth are talking about um, her former relationship, and I don't know how everything is going with that. Okay, yeah, so the kids come back, and right as they come back, they, um, like, they're walking from the car to the elevator, and an earthquake hits, and it's like, really freaky and like everybody's like you know trying to run to like the arches in the basement and um it's no bueno it's no good and when that happens a big crack um opens up in the floor of the basement and it goes down to the sub basement which is where the um, vaults of the former bank that was there are and because you know he's bright <laughs> and well it's a horror movie um the uh, one kid the one kid decides that he's gonna jump down there and investigate so um while danny is down there he finds um some strange things uh, there seems to be things that uh, look like they're related to a church and um, he finds a locked um, drawer. I guess it's for uh, safe deposit boxes. And um, he manages to pull it open, and he finds uh, at least three records. Um, and like it says on them that they're uh, owned by the uh, diocese or something. I can't remember exactly how it is indicated. Uh, but y you figure out pretty quick that it's from um, some monks. I think monks. Uh, monks or friars or something like that. Anyways, that and um, a book. <laughs> a book with very creepy uh, covering. So uh, he brings all of that stuff up 
because, you know, why not? And um, he then takes him to his room, and he's looking at them. And uh, on the book, the... Uh, I don't even know what the name is. I'm, I'm sure that there is a name for it because I used to work in a bookstore and there's names for every bit of a book. But um, it's not the spine of the book. It's the opposite side. It's like where all the pages are, where the, they, they're you know cut off or whatever. Um, and so that closes with what looks like either teeth or spines. It's um, kind of strange. But he gets stabbed with one of those and... Um, drops the blood on the book cover, which sucks it in right away. Because, you know, <laughs> of course, evil book. Um, yeah, it's playing. Um, Ellie is in the elevator. Uh, the elevator itself, like, becomes possessed. Unpleasant encounters take place, racking up the Deadite number considerably. Watch and, you know, go ahead and watch it. Um, it plays out like an Evil Dead movie. If you, I mean, I guess it's a little more serious, like the remake of Evil Dead, but um, it's better. Um, yeah, I mean, because it's got the kids, and they're fighting, and but they have, they really retain their personalities well. They're very good child actors. And then also it's got Beth, who's trying to keep everything together, which isn't easy, of course. And she's trying to deal with her, well, dead sister. And um, she manages to lock her in the hall, and she can see her from the uh, peephole. But uh, she can't see you very well, and uh, it looks pretty crazy, like um, all hell's going around out there. I know that the uh, older gentleman shows up with a shotgun, which doesn't really help anything. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's great from here on out. I um, highly recommend that you do watch it if you like this kind of a movie. Um, it's it's great. It's very campy. It's not as campy as the original two, which you know it would be pretty hard to get as campy as that. But um, they, this is made with actual money, you know, where you can use it in everything, not just in the Monopoly Play Store. Um, but it's uh yeah it's great uh the cinematography is great uh there's some like weird uh, i don't want to say the word wacky but you know sometimes that just is the word that you want to go for <laughs> but it's got some um strange camera views camera angles um kind of as a you know a kickback to the uh evil dead movies and um yeah, let's see. Um, it, like I said, it's filmed really well. The makeup is done really well. The fight scenes are done very well. Uh, I think that the actress that plays Ellie is great. Australian actress, and I love her. She's awesome. Actually, I love everybody in this film. There's not really anybody I dislike. I... Um, so the movie has generally favorable reviews from both critics and um, normal human beings, <laughs> patrons, those critics and patrons. Um, I guess that they're talking about making a sequel to it uh, with Sam Raimi and uh, 
Bruce Campbell uh, were talking about, and uh, they sounded pretty positive and pretty happy about that. So hopefully that will actually show up. Um, let's see. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it has some funny moments, but mostly it's a serious movie. Um, uh, there's some parts that are like just beautiful, like uh, some of the cinematography and stuff. It just wow. Uh, but, I mean, it's obviously not meant to be beautiful. <laughs> it's meant to be a horror movie. Um, but there there are parts that are really nice. Um, let's see. So, yeah, Raimi is talking about um, making more Evil Dead films as, a, as sequels. And I'm thinking that it's a possibility that they might um, encounter the husband or boyfriend. I think it's husband of Ellie in the next one because um, they talked about him and uh, they talked about how he would come and save them and they referred to him a lot but then they never actually called him or anything so I have a feeling that uh, he might show up in the next movie that might just be me but I, I just kind of think so so I have um, the end of that I have utterly abandoned any resemblance of a schedule. Um, everything has gotten so crazy with, I don't know, with my life and with <laughs> with schedules and <laughs> things in general. Um, luckily, life is getting back slightly to normal. And, yeah, I mean, like post-COVID and everything. And everybody knows that already. You have all, <laughs> you've all dealt with it. Eh. I don't know when I'm going to get back to you. I will try to... Um, push out a whole bunch of uh, podcasts before I have to go back to school. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've watched tons and tons of movies, so I've plenty to review, and also there's always old movies to review. I guess for now, I'm going to just say frequent your local goth punk store, well, store venue, music venue, whatever, and uh, try to treat each other well, because Hell, man, we all need it. All right. Take care. Bye.